Press means supply force. When God said press, prayer reaches every single situation. He gave us permission to apply force to every situation that we will go through. And in this podcast, we are going to learn to apply force to what's applying pressure to us. Welcome to the Press Podcast. We are just so glad to have you today. So glad that You're going on this press journey with us because we believe that prayer reaches every single situation. And in this Bible study, this journey, we are seeing how God moved through prayer in different situations. Let's go to the book of Judges chapter one. We have been in the book of Joshua and we have seen how the Lord moved with Joshua. But this book opens with the death of Joshua and the scripture reads as such. Now, after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, and this portion is the prayer, who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? That's the whole prayer. God, who's going to go fight for us now? Whenever we go through times of transition, we look for what will replace what we had or what will fill that void. Sometimes we know there's no replacement but that doesn't mean we don't need something in that space. Even in loss, you don't replace people, but there is a hole in you. There's a space in you that longs for something to feel the emptiness that you're feeling or feel the void that you're feeling. Even if the loss does not make you feel emotionally empty, when the person has had a role in your life, you do wonder who's going to be in that place. Even if it's just on a job or an associate, You may wonder, okay, who's going to take over their position? Who's going to take over their job? Anytime there's a transition and people leave your life, there's a void. It started in Joshua chapter one with the death of Moses and a time of transition. But since then, Joshua, Moses' successor has now died. And Joshua did not leave a successor as Moses did. Moses actually prayed for a Joshua. We don't see where Joshua prays for a successor. And so when Joshua passes, the people are left without a centralized leader. Yet they know enough about God and Joshua had taught them enough and they had seen enough of God that they knew they needed God. And so they turned to prayer. This prayer is no longer about just one person praying it or about one centralized leader. It is the people now that have turned to prayer. That's exciting because When we all turn to God, turn collectively asking God how to move, he still responds. You see, though the man had died, God had not. But the God of the man is still there. That is important because when we go through transitions, even in the church, in the body of Christ or in our lives, at times the person or persons that led you to God, that led you to believing, they may pass away. I watched this with one young person. As some of you know, I'm a youth pastor and have been for 17 years. So when I tell stories, I'm not necessarily talking about anybody who's still there. But I've watched this with one young person down through the years who lost a grandparent. When they lost their grandparent, they lost their connection to God. They felt like God had abandoned them because their grandparent died. And they really became distant towards God and unforgiving towards God for taking their grandparent. While I understand the loss and the emptiness and the sadness, what we often fail to see is that the persons who are used to lead us to God 
are not our conduits to God. They're not our God supplements. They're not God juniors on earth. Every person has to go sometime. There are times when that time seems out of season, meaning it's too fast, it's too early, it's too quick. And then there's times when you begin to understand, I know they had to go, but it still hurts that it's actually happened. Either way, their departure is not a reason for our disconnect from God. We have to know God for ourselves. We have to be willing not to just let him be the God of that person that I go to that person to reach him, but let him be the God of all of us. Let him be the God we know, the God we seek. The question in this prayer is, God, how do we fight now? Now that we don't have a centralized leader, now that there's no one person telling us what to do, God, the Canaanites are still a problem. What do we do? Who shall go first? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. The Lord did not fail to give them a strategy just because Joshua was gone. But what he also told them is send Judah first. And as you know, Judah also means praise. He said, send the praisers first. Send the group that represents praise up before you go into the fight. And God will give this fight to those that were born to praise. Praise does not always cancel all of our fights. But when we praise God going into the battle, we are guaranteed we will not lose. Whenever you make God the God of the fight that's fighting you, you can know of a surety that he will win. He had to be in their eyes bigger than Joshua, bigger than Moses, bigger than the Canaanites. They needed to praise God first going into this battle because they were now in a place they had never been. They were in a situation they had not been in in years since God had given them Moses many generations now ago. They had to understand praise still works. They had to understand that when I praise God, I am talking and speaking well of who he is, what he's been, how he's been. And when I praise God in the face of a fight, when I send my praise first, then the God who told me to go will honor me in the battle. Not only did God honor them in the battle when praise went first, but what you see is they actually had a strategy because Judah looks at Simeon, the brother, and says, you guys come with us too. And when you guys get called up to fight, we'll go with you. You see the brotherhood there. You see the unity that's forming as they acknowledge God is sending us first, but you come with me. And they go up and the Bible says, and Judah went up and the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand. The Bible still acknowledges Judah as the winners of this battle, but in actuality, they had Simeon fight with them. But when I win, you win. It was a win for everybody when praise went first to war. That was the strategy they got out of prayer. The strategy was who's going to fight first. And the ones who were going to fight first knew who could fight with them. And when everything was lined up, they had victory because they asked God how. They asked God how in this place we can follow you. They asked God how without a singular leader. We can war in this time. And God let them know, let's start with the praisers. Prayer will always be a place of strategy. 
You can try things and try to make them up and try to fill voids if you want to. But when you go to prayer first, God will get into the details of what's fighting against you. And prayer releases strategy for your battles. Some people get angry. They say, well, all you're going to do is pray. They want you to tell them something beyond I'm going to pray for you first. But there's nothing I can do until I pray. At times there's more the Lord will give me to do after I prayed. But before I pray, there's nothing for me to do. Why? Because prayer is the place of strategy. Prayer is the place where God gives insight and direction into how he wants to execute what he wants to execute at this time. Our eyes can't see far enough. Our ears can't hear well enough to know what he knows or see what he sees. But when we go to prayer and we go to alignment with God, we can connect to his strategy. We can connect to the way he wants to move. We can connect to the direction that he wants to give. Prayer is where you go when there's voids, when there's war, when there's emptiness, when you don't know what to do. Prayer will get into the crevices of your heart and mind and set you on the course that God has designed for you for that moment. I pray for you today, those that are suffering loss, those that have a void, those that are seeking direction from God and are not finding it in the sources you once found it in. I pray that you'll pray. I pray that you'll be willing to hear God. I pray that you'll be willing to follow God. I pray that you'll look to him as the answer for every void or vacancy in your life. And when you do, God will give you strength to press because prayer reaches every single situation. Join the movement. Join the community. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Visit us at PressToPray.com or find us on Instagram or Facebook. Did you know that when you are quiet, your voice is missing to God's ears? I know some of us have prayed and we're wondering, how long should I pray about this? Why should I pray if God already knows? How will I know God is answering? And what do I do when I feel like God's not listening? But God is listening for your voice. It's too quiet in this world for the troubles we have. You have to raise your voice and God wants to hear from you. It's Too Quiet, a book about prayer, is designed to answer your prayer questions and build your faith. Visit PressToPray.com.